At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. All right, welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Today I'm joined again by my good friend Rick Silverman. Rick and I uh, grew up together in Deerfield, Illinois, and we are getting ready to start teaching again together. Uh, I say again because we uh, started our careers teaching together. Actually, we grew up together, played high school golf together, played college golf together, uh, taught together with the John Jacobs Golf Schools, and now we are back teaching together at my new studio and golf facility in Paradise Valley, Arizona, which is uh, pretty cool, and I'm looking forward to it and can't wait. So, Rick, how you doing? Doing good. Uh, doing good. I spent a little time in uh, Michigan, so it's cold. Just got down here. <laughs> how is it in Michigan? By it's the cold. Way? Snow. Snow. <laughs> it's not good. Is it? Uh, Michigan is one of the golf capital. People don't know this. One of the golf capitals of the United States. Like the the, the two. Biggest states for golf participation are Michigan and Minnesota. I, can, I never understood that. I mean, it's, it's crazy, but they're they're crazy. I know Illinois was all when we were growing up, everyone was playing golf. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. You know, you always think. Uh, you know, I lived in Texas for so many years, and you think, well, I mean, Texas would be a great place since a huge state, and, and you know, golf participation would be great. But there's so many things to do 
You know, they've got, you know, the hunting and the fishing and the, you know, it's so there's so many choices. And it's like in Texas, it seems like people play like on, you know, the 50 best days of the year, they play golf if they're avid golfers. And in some of these other places like Michigan, they just play, you know, every day when they can, regardless of what the weather's like. Is that pretty accurate, you think? Yeah, it's pretty accurate. It's just like Florida. If you live in Florida... And it's raining out or the weather's not so great. You say, eh, it's okay. In a couple of days, it's going to be beautiful. I don't yeah. need to play today. So they have so many great days they can play. They just play on the great days. In Michigan, you got to get it in when you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, do you think there's any uh, – describe a Michigan golfer to me. Give me, give me the average Michigan golfer. What, 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 how, is there a way to describe a Michigan golfer or is it the same as, as any state? I think they're pretty much the same as any state. They love golf. The people that play golf, they yeah. absolutely love golf. There's golf courses everywhere. Uh, we're members at Oakhurst uh, Golf and Country Club up in Clarkston, Michigan. So we live on the course and never own golf carts. Be- oh, there you go. Beautiful. I, I go to the range a lot, practice more than I play. And people love to play. They just, they're, it's hard getting tee times. Because they're just out playing. They have men's and women's groups. <clears throat> they make it try to make it easy for the for a lot of the higher handicap, especially the, and some of the gals playing. And they give them up to like a fifty handicap. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Just to get them on the course. I mean, so 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 they, they, instead of going up to thirty six, they go up to fifty. 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 Really? So I've never you, heard of that. Yeah, you. There's a, our club champion. She has like an eight. Okay. So when she plays against a 50, she's going to give like three shots a hole. <laughs> and they're playing a 100-yard golf hole since some of them can actually knock it on. So she can make a, a birdie and lose because someone makes a, a zero. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's pretty good. That's it pretty is pretty good. funny. But they, they love golf. And when we were growing up, you know how we went out and played it. It didn't matter. We were out in the snow playing. Yeah. And even in college, it, it was bad weather. We had to get out and play. Windy days, bad days. We had to get, we got out and play golf. You know, one of the things that amazes me is is like how the, the weather's changed, like the season. I mean, it's not, you know, I don't know if it's gotten, you know, longer or shorter or whatever, but it's just changed. Like when we grew up in Illinois, it was like, uh, Golf season would start like supposed to start like April first, and you'd sneak out before. Remember, we used to go to that place, Village Greens. Village Remember Greens. That? Yeah. Oh man, I love that course. And it was, uh, you know, I liked that course because it was like I think it was par seventy. Okay, so you could shoot shoot lower there. Yeah. But I liked it for that reason, and then I liked it because when we went out there before the season started, where the heck was that? It was way out there. Village Green. Was it in like? Um Really? Was it w- way out somewhere? Way I don't out know. There, we yeah. drove way out there, and uh, half the time we played there, we only played there at the beginning of the season. Half the time we played there, the lakes were frozen, so you could you could if you ever hit one in a lake, it would bounce <laughs> over yeah. the lake. I like that part about it too. That's a, a bad reason to like a golf course. That is, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I uh, you know I, I remember how April first the season started. Well, you know then it's like you know by the time. We got done with college, seemingly. You know, of course, I'm going back to the late '70s and everything. But I mean, then it just seemed to be changing and changing, and like the season would start later, but then it, it goes later. You know, it, yeah. it, it, it 
you, you got uh, more time at the end of the end of this season. But it's just you know, it, well, I will it, tell it's you different. The um, in a lot of the cold climate, when it gets to end of August, first September, when the kids go back to school, there is a big slowdown. Yeah. Uh, so the courses are much. courses are more empty. Courses are more empty. Yeah. Weekends are busy. Most of the tournaments are over with. But in that short period of time, that um, May, end of April, May, yeah. through the end of August, it's like jam, they just jam packed. Yeah, yeah, jam packed. Yeah. And everybody still hits the same slice, don't they? Eighty percent of the people I have conversations all the time with golf pros and other people. Eighty percent of the people hit a slice. You think it's eighty? I always say ninety percent of the people. You think it's eighty? I'm being I'm being kind. You're being very kind. <laughs> I'm being kind to yeah. the other ten percent. Uh, you know what I? You know what I, I? I make the number even higher, is because everybody who's got a strong like there's people with super strong grips, okay, meaning their hands are turned underneath on the golf club, and they've got fifty yards of hook in their grip, and they hit the ball straight. I kind of throw all those people into the slicer category too, because they've just like piled an extra mistake on top of the mistakes they have. And that is uh, that. That's the number one. That's the number one mistake. Yeah, they've got a fifty-yard slice swing and a fifty-yard yeah. hook grip. Yeah, and, and they hit it straight. And they hit it straight. Yeah, and they call that their, their their straight ball. No, I don't. I don't slice, but they they really do. You know, I just did this uh, new uh, video series on performancegolfzone dot com, and you can go to oneshotslicefix.com and check it out. But I did this uh, 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 whole video series on fixing your slice in one shot. And I had all these students lined up out there, uh, you know, to kind of prove out my system for doing this. And every single one of them hooked the ball in their first shot. So I'm, I'm very, very proud of that. I mean, that's one of the first things that, uh, you know, you, you have to learn as, as, a, as a teacher, as a coach, because that's the mistake that everybody makes. I mean, we learned that when, we, you know, we both started with the John Jacobs Golf Schools. And, uh, of course, you know, that was something that John could you know, literally fix like immediately. He would he would fix the uh, the, the people that slice. And I remember when when he used to uh, you know have people hit. I want you to tell about tell about this. But he'd ha- have people hit when he and he wouldn't even look at them. And then he would tell you know one mm-hmm. of the instructors what to do. I mean, t- talk about what he used to do there. Well, what he would do is he would um, he would uh, turn his back on the uh, on the person hitting and. He, the, the student would hit a shot and he'd ask one of the other golf pros, describe the shot, yeah. where it started, what it did in the air, the trajectory of the golf shot. And he would have the instructor do what the student needed to do, whether it's grip change, um, setup change, whatever it is. And then he hit another one if, and then any other changes that need to be made, he'd do it right away without looking at the person. Just looking at the ball. Just going at the off the golf ball. Right at the golf ball. And within three shots, it would be fixed. Yeah. So John walks up to a student and asks him what he was thinking about doing. And he went into the discussion about his knee had to be here, his hip had to be here, his shoulder was here, the weight was here, his shoulder was here, his head was here. John walks up to him, picks up the golf club, Chucks it down the range and says, "Well, we don't need that anymore." Because <laughs> everything he mentioned didn't mention the only thing that matters. Didn't mention about the ball or the club or anything else. Yeah, just yeah. about what he needed. Amazing, to do. 
amazing. And that's it, it's, it's, that's never changed. I mean, people, you know, I'll, I'll ask people when I'm helping them, I'll say, you know, uh, you know, where do you miss the ball? You know, what's your, what's your bad miss? What's your big miss? And immediately they start telling me everything they're doing wrong in their golf swing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's like, it doesn't matter. I mean, you're, that's not, that's not the starting point. And it's not what you need to help an instructor figure out. What you need to do is just have a clear understanding of what your ball flight mistake is. I mean, that's that's the number one thing. Right, exactly. I was um, talking to some, some guys. These are top 50 instructors and on Facebook, back and forth. And some of the things that they talk about are bewildering. I want to ask your opinion on some of these okay. things. Um, this was a, somebody told somebody, uh, this is the top 50 in Golf Digest guy. Okay. He said, add a bit of negative beta torque and more positive alpha torque. <laughs> I think, okay. Um, that instructor knows a lot more than me. Okay. Now, I, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, now I, I'm, you know, a, a World Golf Teachers Hall of Fame member. I'm a member of the Texas State Golf Hall of Fame. I've taught over 200 touring pros, including arguably the best in the history of the game in Tiger Woods and Hall of Famer Mark O'Meara. But I, sometimes I look at some of these instructors and the listen to them. And the things that they say, and frankly, like, I am in awe of what they know. Now, I'm not sure how they apply it or what they what they need all this information for, but that's an example of it right there. I would, I have no, I'm, I'm, I'm very, you know, comfortable saying this too. I have no earthly idea what that person is talking about but i will say this i will say this i would challenge anyone to fix somebody's ball flight mistake faster than i can that's what i would challenge absolutely yeah yeah. i saw the some of the people you worked out with that uh one swing yeah so when you're doing that what was the um what did you find out about a lot of people's slice? That one of the one of the, some of the reasons, the bigger reasons. Yeah. Was it the grip? Was it the arc? Yeah. What, what well, did you find? Well, I mean, first off, there's only one reason you slice, and you, you know that. I mean, the club face is open relative to the path of the swing. Uh, you know, provided you got a hit that's you know somewhere near the center of the face, your club face is open relative to the path of the swing. Most people don't know that. Most people don't understand that. Most people don't even know what that means if they if they you know have heard it before. Uh, people think they do this. They do, you know swing too fast. They don't keep their elbow in. They you know like you were you know all the things that you were talking about earlier, and they don't even think about what the golf club is doing. So that's that's number one. But, you know, generally speaking, when you see somebody who slices, they usually swing across the ball. That doesn't cause a slice. It will exaggerate a slice. It doesn't cause a slice. Uh, you can swing across the ball and hook it. But they swing across the golf ball. But the club face is open. Open relative to the path of the swing. And it's open for many different reasons. I mean, it may, it may be open because of their grip. 
it may be open because of their wrist position. You know, it, it, maybe it's open at the top of their swing because their wrist position. It may be opening because of their swing plane is, is too steep, and that's causing it to open. But I think the, the, the number one thing uh, f- for me when I, I – honestly, when I see these people is they don't know how to properly release the golf club. Because if, if they have the face open – you know, at the top of the swing or whatever, okay, you know, change your grip, change your wrist position, change the plane of your swing, you can get that. But that's not going to guarantee you a, a, a great position at impact. So with me, it, it was, and, and helping these people, it's just getting them to understand how to square the club face. And this this whole notion that it just happens automatically, you know, that your hands just somehow or the club face just somehow squares up. And, you know, I always go back to, you know, one of my favorite golf books of all time, Ben Hogan's book, The Five Lessons of Modern Fundamentals of Golf. And I, and I always thought, you know, this is a great book, but I always thought it was mistitled. I always thought the title of the book should have been How Not to Hook by Ben Hogan because in the book, you know, he says your hands actively do nothing. And he says, you know, you, you know basically you just turn the hips as you go through. And it's all good information if you hook. But it's not very good information if you slice. So, so the one thing that that I, you know, see more than anything, and, and I think the reason why I, I was able to help help all these people and can help them with just one shot, is because I have them take a series of of practice swings, and I outline how to do this in this one shot slice fix. But uh, I, I show them how to release the golf club properly and square square their lead hand. And I think, you know, that's the, the, the thing. I mean, you know, it, along the way, you got to fix the path along, you know, because you, you don't want this hook to, to, if you're a right-handed player, you don't want the hook to start left, but it's, it, to me, it, that's the missing ingredient. You know, uh, some people work around it, like, you know, like by changing somebody's grip and making it strong so they don't have to release the golf club, but it's not, it's not a motion or a, 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 a you know, act or uh, that that's hard to, to learn or hard to train. You just have to have a little concept of how you're supposed to do it. And it's amazing to me how quick people can pick it up, but it, it doesn't happen automatically, you know? Yeah, the, the idea of, of natural is, um, is fleeting. Yeah. It's hard to get because yeah. one person's natural good is point. not another person's. Yeah, good so point. when someone says, oh, just grip it naturally or it will naturally happen. Yeah. Well, naturally means what, what, what's, one, what's one person's yeah. natural? Yeah, that's a good, that's a really good point. That's a good point. All right, we're going to continue this discussion uh, when, we, when we come back with uh, Rick Silverman, my uh, a good buddy and, and, and uh, teaching partner here in uh, – Paradise Valley, Arizona, and uh, we'll do that right after. Uh, I remind you to go to HaneyUniversity.com where you can find out all the information you need to know about coming and getting a golf lesson from Rick and myself here at my new studio. And you can also sign up for my free instructional videos that go out uh, three times a week so you can get on that list to get to receive all those. And you can find some great deals on golf products as well. So go to HaneyUniversity.com. We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, Rick, you said 80% slice. I said 90% slice. Who knows what the real number is? Uh, you, you know, you can't get people to admit they slice. That's for sure. They call it a push. They call it a fade. They call it a power fade. I always joke about that in my clinics. There's nothing powerful about a fade compared to a draw. Uh, they call it a power fade. But the fact of the matter is, is most people slice. I always say that the road to good golf does not go through a slice. It goes through a hook. You can go from hooking to good golf. You can go from, you know, uh, slicing to hooking to good golf. You can go from, uh, slicing to hooking to learning to fade it and you get to great golf, you know, cause you have all the shots, but you have to, you have to have, you know, control of your, of your golf ball. I mean, that's what it all boils down to. Exactly. Um, when, when people learn to play golf, 
nothing is really natural. Good. That's a, that's a that's a great point. I mean, the the the, the you know. And I've had parents that bring their kids to me and say, oh, you know, is my kid have ability? Is my, you know, I think he's got a good natural swing. I'm like, what does that mean? You know, I mean, I've never seen somebody with like a natural. I mean, what is a natural swing? Uh, I think I think some, some people have better athletic ability. Right. But natural is everything is learned. Yeah. Yeah. You have to you have to learn how to hold it correctly, the type of grip, the position of the hands, how to stand, how to move. Yeah. All that is all learned. It's n- nothing really comes natural. Yeah. I mean all the all the people you see the you teaching Tiger, when you started teaching Tiger, he was a fine-tuned machine. Right. When he was 15, 14, 13 years old, he was learning how to become good. Right. He had to teach himself how to how to become good. It wasn't natural. It was all learned. Yeah, and 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 he he improved so much. Like like you don't just you know it's not something you get and you have. I mean you have to just continually get. But all the greats do it. I mean they all improve. I mean like you know I think about Michael Jordan all the time and the fact that he you know didn't make his high school team and you know he was obviously a great college player but he wasn't near the player that he was in the pros i mean everybody gets better and tiger was the same way i mean yeah he was a great player great college player but he just kept getting better and better and better and better and everybody can improve i mean that's the thing i see is everybody can get better but you just have to know how to apply yourself you have to have the ability it really boils down to you know diagnosing and and making a plan, and then just sticking to it. Why do you think it's so hard for people to to, to stick to it? Why? Why? What? What do you think it is about about amateur golfers, and why they they don't improve more than they than they do? What? What? What's your theory on it? Uh, the, the the normal average amateur golfer. Yeah. I think what happens is that they they don't understand the the geometry of golf, as you were saying. They don't understand that there's a golf ball that you hit that you have to learn from as to what was right about it, what was wrong about it, backtracking to, to impact. When you can understand the geometry of, a go- of the golf ball, you can understand cause and effect. The ball did this. Here's what must have happened. What did I do to make that happen? What do I need to do to fix it? It all comes back to that. And unfortunately, there are many teachers out there who are teaching swing mechanics, separating it from the golf ball. An example is with most slicers, for right-handed golfers, the ball is going to curve to the right. It's going to go to the right of the swing path. And as a result of that, there's a reaction. The reaction is setting up or swinging to the left. Right. And when you set up and swing to the left, you will naturally hit more down or steeper into the golf ball. One causes the other. Ball goes right, set up and swing left. Because that set up and swing left, you hit down more. So the first thing a non-experienced teacher is going to do is going to say, you're set up too far to the left, not realizing it's a reaction to the ball going right. They'll tell them to set up to the right and set up square. They're deathly afraid of the ball going to the right in the first place. So you tell them to set up more to their fear. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is, and especially if there's trouble on the right or a left-right wind, it's just next to impossible. It's a killer. So at the address, they're already fearful. Yeah. Then you say, swing more to the right because they're out to in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, they're already scared to death of the ball going to the right. And unless you fix the face to the path, mm-hmm. it's always going to be open. So now you have someone who's afraid of the ball going right, who is set up more to the right. They're dead. Yeah. Then you have someone who is afraid of the ball going to the right, and you say, swing more to the right. Mm-hmm. And all that does is make the ball go more to the right. Right. So they hit one, and the ball goes miles right, and the teacher says, that was a better swing. Mm-hmm. And the fear of what happens in the reaction to what a ball does is very strong. And if you just talking about swing mechanics. Here's what you do in the swing. Here's what the backswing is. Here's where the shoulders need to be. Here's what the hip needs to be. Here's where the right leg, the flexation of the right leg needs to be. Here's the extension of the back and the spine. You're forgetting about the golf ball. What needs to happen to make the golf ball face better, more square to the path, mm-hmm. the path more better to your target? Yep. Helping the angle of approach. Yep. There you go. And you get those things fixed, and then you're on your way to putter golf. No doubt about it. Absolutely great. Great stuff. All right. Uh, enjoyed it. That's fun. fun. All right. We're going to do it's it great. again. Uh, I want to uh, pick your brain on some uh, more topics as we uh, continue through the podcast. But I hope everybody enjoyed it. Thanks for joining uh, Rick and I. And remember to go to HaneyUniversity.com. Check out all the information about golf lessons you can get from us and golf schools, custom golf schools for you and a friend or you and your uh, wife or husband or whatever whatever it might be. Uh, HaneyUniversity.com is the place to go. You can also go to uh, my other website, VoodooPainRelief.com. Get your free Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. So go there and check that out as well. But make sure you hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. So that you can hear the podcast every day. Thanks for joining us. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you soon on the Hank Any Podcast. The Hank Any Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. Yeah. 
and some waves so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 